Clarity with Katie, episode number 13, Indecision. Hey y'all, looking for clarity? Then stay right here. Hey girl, hey! Today we're going to be talking about indecision. I cannot tell you how indecisive I was about creating this podcast episode. It was almost comical. Here I was wanting to teach y'all about being decisive and yet I was being incredibly indecisive about how to go about this. This morning I was talking to my husband. I said, I don't know if I should talk about this topic today or if I should talk about another time and I'm not sure where I should go with it. In fact, those have been my thoughts for the past two weeks and that is why this episode hasn't been recorded until now. We sometimes think that making a decision takes a really long time. Some might say it took me two weeks to make the decision to record this episode but the truth is it only took me about two seconds maybe even less than that to decide to do this because all I said to myself was okay I'm going to do it on indecision and then bam the decision was made and it was done. What took two weeks was me being in indecision. Should I? Shouldn't I? What about this topic? I feel more confident talking about this other topic. But I do know enough about indecision to talk about it. But how should I go about it? Should I take it here? Or should I take it there? Actually, maybe I'll save that topic for another day. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Indecision is an an indulgent emotion. An indulgent emotion is something that feels comfortable to you. We indulge in indecision because it feels safer to us. But here's the kicker. Indecision actually keeps you from growth, movement, and traction. Indecision is so sneaky because it seems like we are being productive or that it is necessary. Should I this? Should I that? Should I this way or that way? I'm researching. I'm doing my due diligence. But in reality, the indulgent emotion of indecision is really just stalling you out and keeping you from taking action. It's also sneaky because it's not this big, terrible, awful, strong feeling of anger or some other strong negative emotion. It's just like this low-key, chill emotion that says, I'm no big deal. Just indulge a little. It's like Cadbury eggs at Easter. One, no big deal. Not even two or three or four. No big deal. Not even those little tiny bags that they give you. Not a big deal at all. But when you find that you are indulging them, indulging in them all day long, day after day, week after week, bag after bag, that's what it's like when people indulge in indecision. They just indulge in that confusion just a little bit. And then a year goes by and they still haven't made a decision. This happened to me when I wanted to lose a few pounds. I knew I wanted to lose a little. Then I indulged in indecision and felt confused. But like I said, it was such a low-key feeling that I wasn't recognizing what was going on and what it was creating for me. I thought, well, how should I do it? Should I count macros? Should I count calories? Should I do intermittent fasting? Should I eat intuitively? Hmm, I don't know. What's the best way? Should I? Should my workouts just be high-intensity interval training? Or should I lift heavy a couple of weeks? What days should I do yoga? Not sure how I should do it. And I kid you not, a year went by. I remember thinking, 
okay, it's time. And then as I was going through my notes on my phone, I saw a year before where I had written down my weight from when I had decided I wanted to lose a little and I had not lost any weight and in fact had gained some. And I remember thinking, are you kidding me? This was a year ago? This has flown by and I feel like I've been working on my goal that this whole time. But in reality, I wasn't working on it. I was thinking about it and thinking about it and planning and thinking about it and researching. And then there I was a year later and nothing had happened. Even though indecision, feeling confused, isn't necessarily an ideal emotion to feel, meaning if I had a tray of feelings on it and you could pick any one, it might not be the one you would pick. When we indulge in it, we get this immediate hit of relief. We don't have to decide and that feels safer to us than feeling like we might make the wrong decision. But there is a consequence to indulging in indecision. For one, it's exhausting and draining, very slowly and sneaky. It's like a tiny leak in a tire. The biggest consequence from staying in indecision is that you don't move forward. You don't create, you don't become, you don't evolve. So while you may have relief, For a moment, from not making a decision, is that truly what you want? It's funny because you are actually making a decision. You are deciding not to make a decision. So if you're going to make a decision, you might as well decide to make a decision that will help you get closer to wherever it is that you're trying to go or whatever it is you're trying to do or create or accomplish or become. There is so much fear around, is this the right decision? Before my oldest daughter started school, I was tossing around the idea of homeschooling. I made a list of pros and cons. I went to North Carolina to visit a friend who homeschooled to pick her brain. I was praying about it. I was trying to make the right decision. I felt so confused. Then my husband offered me this. He said, you know, whatever you choose doesn't have to be permanent. You can put her in school, and if you change your mind, You can take her out and homeschool her. Or you could homeschool her, and if you find that's not what you want, you can put her in school. Just do what you want. Make a decision. And I was like, oh, that sounds so great. I had put so much pressure on myself to make the right decision that I wasn't making any decisions. And that wasn't serving me and wasn't getting me to where I was trying to go. I made a decision to put her in school, and that's where she's been ever since, as well as my other kids. They're all in public school. Now, will they always be in public school and never be homeschooled? Maybe. I don't know. But if the time comes that I question that, I'll make a decision. There was such a relief in making a decision and moving forward. Now, I know there are some big decisions you feel you have in your lives right now. Should I, should my husband take this job? Should I take this job? Should I move here? Should we have another baby? Should I marry this person? Should I get a divorce? They all seem super huge, right? You're over there thinking, look, girl, I'm not over here trying to decide what rug I should get for my living room. I'm trying to make some big life decisions. Let me tell you a story. When my husband and I were dating, he wasn't 100% sure he wanted to be with me forever. He was still deciding. But when he decided that I was indeed the one he wanted to be with forever, he never looked back. He was completely committed and in 100%. So, of course, there was some marriage talk. And I wanted to be with him. I wanted it to be right. But I had to know 1,000% for sure that he was the one. Because this was a big decision. 
And he wanted me to be sure too. And even though he was sure, he wasn't going to propose unless I was 100% sure. Understandably so. So I remember thinking and thinking and thinking and praying and asking for that confirmation. I was thinking of all the pros and cons. I was trying my best to put in the work in hopes that in return, I would know the right choice. I remember thinking, okay, Lord, it doesn't have to be Angel Moroni. Any angel will do. Send them to me in a dream. Send them anywhere and have them give me the red light or the green light. And I will then decide. No angel, nothing. So I told my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, that I was 99% sure. And he was like, well, you let me know when you're 100% sure. So I took my scriptures and my patriarchal blessing and I went into my bathroom. For those of you who aren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, patriarchal blessings are special blessings given to individuals where they receive personal counsel from God. It's kind of like a roadmap that helps guide each person through life. Anyway, so I went into the bathroom because I wanted to be somewhere quiet in a place where I wouldn't be interrupted and I was reading you know, my blessing and searching the scriptures and praying and then repeating all of those things over and over again. And I just wasn't getting anything. I was so hung up on having to get an answer so the decision could be made for me because I wasn't trusting myself to make that decision. I remember one of the times that I was kneeling in prayer while I was in the bathroom, I was completely exhausted. And I finally made a decision. I said, Heavenly Father, I love him. He loves me. I want to marry him. I'm going to marry him. Stop me if it's wrong. Still felt nothing. Actually, I did feel something. It just wasn't what I was expecting. I thought I was going to feel this strong confirmation. But what I felt was still, I felt relief. I called David and I said, I'm in 100%. By all means, friends, pray, 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 pray. And also research and think about it. But don't use researching and thinking and thinking and thinking about it as a buffer to keep you from making a decision. To create what you want, you have to lose the fear of being wrong. One of the things I like to think is that you're not alone in making those big decisions. I felt at the time that I was making the decision to marry David on my own, but as I look back, There were all kinds of influences and guidance throughout that process and during my entire life, actually, that led me to making the decision to marrying him. I had everything I needed to make the decision. Out of curiosity, I like to ask my fellow coaches what they consistently have to work on in their lives because often there are certain things that our brains are really good at doing. And at the top of my list of things, and maybe even the tippy tippy top of that list is indulging in confusion, which of course is leads to indecision. I know this because a thought that I've been working on changing and I'm getting better and better at is changing the thought, I don't know. One of the worst thoughts we could ever have is I don't know. The thought I don't know denies you from your own wisdom. It stalls you in in big decisions and in small ones. I love when people make decisions. Whenever we're in a group and the question comes up of where should we eat or what should we do and someone says, oh, let's eat here or let's go do this. I'm always in awe of those people and so grateful for them. I think things like, that's amazing. They can just make a decision like that. I'm so glad they were here. As if making a decision couldn't be possible 
if they weren't there. It's ridiculous. Are you an I don't know person? When will you start? I don't know. How are you going to do it? I don't know. You've been talking about reading that book for a while now. Why haven't you read it yet? I don't know. Do you want this for your birthday or do you want that? Ugh, I don't know. Are you going to wear a dress or are you going to wear pants to the event? Mm, I don't know. Are you going to record your podcast episode on indecision? I don't know. Why haven't you made a decision yet? I don't know. 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 When my clients tell me I don't know, I ask them, if you did know, what would you say? And in their response lies the answer. It reveals the truth. It reveals what's really there. Then they can work from there. They can start to progress from a place of truth. Super powerful question for you to ask yourself whenever you think the thought or say the words, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. I don't know how. I don't know. If you did know, what would the answer be? Because guess what? You do know. Or you're finding the answer by trying different things. One of the best ways to know something is to try a bunch of things that don't work. It helps you become aware of what you do know. So then instead of saying, I don't know, you can also say, well, I do know this. Be decisive, my people. Making a decision is what gets you out of that circling, that hanging around, stalling, not becoming, not evolving place. Get out of there. The best place to start is with the very next question you face. Make a decision. Just do it. Get that decision-making ball rolling. It feels amazing. Shock your spouse, your family members, or friends. The next time they ask you, where do you want to eat? Say, let's eat here and let's grab ice cream after. Then walk into the ice cream shop and say, I'll have this flavor, please. Blow some minds, starting with your own. Remember that sometimes the riskiest decision is not making a decision at all. Decisions that will cost you your goals, what you want to do, and who you want to become. Go make some decisions, y'all, and I'll talk to you next time. Say, like what you've heard? Like what you heard? Subscribe. Say, subscribe. So you never miss an episode. I never miss an episode. Good job.